Thanks for listening to this podcast from Christ Church of Orinoco. Our hope is that it would help you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. Hi, I just want to welcome you to our Pathways podcast. My name is Scott Ensminger and have the honor of being on staff at Christ Church Orinoco and being part of our adult staff. And I just want to introduce my partner in crime, and Mr. Peter Buckland. Hello, Scott. Peter, why don't you just tell for a moment, just tell people what your role is on our staff and then what this podcast is even going to entail and be a part of. I'm a part of the executive team here and work with Mark and Alan Stanley in order to help make the church really live up to its mission and its goals. And uh, part of what I am really interested in doing is helping with this concept of pathways uh, and this idea of discipleship and helping people to get connected to Christ. And that's what these podcasts are really all about, is what can we do in order to find various ways that we can be connected. So when we are talking about pathways, what's a good definition for people to understand uh, what we're trying to say as a church when we talk about taking your spiritual pathways or what that means? Mm-hmm. Um, our idea about pathways is to take something pretty complicated and make it more easily understandable and usable for people. And it's our desire that we would help people to find their completeness in Jesus. And everything that we do here at the church, Scott, is really designed for people to have a vibrant spiritual life, for them to really take a look at how they could be connected with God through His Word and empowered by His Spirit. I mean, even though uh, we want everyone to experience Jesus this way, we know that people have their own unique interests and their own unique strengths and struggles to do so. And we have created various pathways for people so that they could find different rhythms and different ways of relating to Christ that make sense to them so that they can be close to Him. And we really want people to explore these different avenues, these different ways of relating to God, so that they can find what really works for them. So the four markers, if we're going to look mm-hmm. at markers, because our mission statement is what? Say that again, just want everyone to hear that. That again. we want to have everyone find their completeness in okay. Jesus. Okay, and that's a big thing, because right now mm-hmm. people struggle with feeling complete uh, in Christ. And right now we're kind of in a situation where we're dealing with a virus throughout our mm-hmm. nation. So there are a lot of fears and a lot of, a lot of the things that we struggle with probably really come to light during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but finding completeness in Jesus is a huge thing. So those four markers mm-hmm. are know, follow, grow, go. And for know, the question is asked, do I know the truth revealed in Scripture? Why is that so important? Mm-hmm. Well, God is a God who wants to be known. He wants for us to get to know what's important to Him. He wants for us to know how He's designed us to live our lives. And He wants for us to know what um, an abundant life really is like in Christ And if we don't know him, we don't know the scripture, we're not around people who have explored that already, then we're just shooting in the dark and we're just guessing. Uh, We'll go based on what our family has said or what the prevailing cultural winds are or what somebody says who might have a degree behind their name, but we, we don't really investigate that ourselves. And a part of Pathways is really opening up the word of God for each person in order to read and study and then ask questions about what does this mean. Why is it so important for people to know? Well, it's important for them to know so that they can be connected, so that they could become more like Christ, um, so that they would be able to uh, follow Him better and have a greater sense of confidence. Um, And as a result of knowing God, they themselves will grow and thrive 
uh, with their inner person and be able to face the challenges. And right now, uh, with the challenges that we're facing as a, as a society, people are really nervous and anxious. And God says that when you get to know me and I am your security, you'll be able to weather through these crises because he can hold us together and help us uh, get connected with other resources and bless us in ways that we otherwise would miss out on. So the goal for us is is that when we begin to start really knowing who God is and following Him, the next step of that would be to uh, would be to follow. So yes. what does follow look like for mm-hmm. someone? What does that look like following Christ? Yeah, um, Christianity is really a relational religion. It's not about a list of do's and don'ts, but it's about relating to Jesus Himself. In fact. The word Christian really means belonging to Christ, and it was coined in order for us to remind ourselves that we belong to Jesus and that we actually follow his teachings. And Christianity is a practical faith. It's not a faith that really was designed to just go to a church and go through a worship service, but is something that was designed by God for us to be connected with him every day. So to be empowered by his spirit, to know what the word of God is, and then to begin to put into practice every day the truths of the scripture and the new identity that we have in Christ is really what it means to uh, follow Jesus. So one of the components about following is, am I following him and doing what he would want? And this is a bit of the mystery of our faith, Mm. is that Jesus, who is alive and well, wants to interact with us to give us wisdom and direction and guidance and um, allow for us to have this sense of confidence that he is present with us, especially now as we're dealing with so much uncertainty, is that God is with us and his presence, just like the presence of a great friend, is what helps to stabilize us. So if I'm starting my walk with, with Jesus and I'm getting and I'm at the point to where I'm, I'm knowing and I begin to know who God is and now I'm following, the next step for that is to me is to continue to grow. So growing, mm-hmm. what is... Why is that so important in our walk with Christ to continue to be growing in, mm-hmm. in, in Him and knowing Him? I think one of the most important reasons that it's important is that stalling is so easy. Okay. Is that people who have been around the church for a really long time could get bored with what the church is because the church is not designed to be just a Sunday-only experience. And what would you say is a definition for stalling? Uh, when, when somebody finds that they're bored, when they don't get anything out of the church... Uh, when they pray and they feel like God really isn't answering them, when they get really critical about the way that the church functions and they don't see that it's very relevant in society, um, the church really is full of people who are being redeemed. And while we are not a perfect people, and I don't want to make any excuses for anything that has ever been done in the name of Christ that is bad, um, there is a lot of God's hand within his people And when we don't see it anymore and we don't want to be a part of that or we feel like it's irrelevant or we've tried it and it doesn't mean anything, we've really stalled out. One of the things that I've begun to learn uh, through the last few years of working with adults primarily since I've been on staff at Christ Church is is that when people get to the next point of this and that's go, when when people stop sharing their story, Mm -hmm. um, they stop reliving what God has done in their life and and then they become very critical things. So as we talk about no follow, grows, and the last one of that, go, um, why was that such a big part of Jesus' uh, story to us to understand and be able to do that? Mm-hmm. Our memory reminds us of the emotions 
as well as the actual events that we have experienced. And if I never go back and take a look at what Christ has done for me, I lose my sense of gratitude because familiarity can breed contempt. So I can just be around the church all the time and go through whatever the church says that I should do. But if I'm not emotionally connected and if I'm not reliving my own gratitude about why I am thankful that I have been moved from a position of ignorance to a position of enlightenment or knowing about God, that I am watching God work in my life in particular ways. And, and if I am not celebrating that personally, and if I'm not talking about what's going on in my life, what begins to happen is that my own faith begins to wither and, and it begins to retreat. Eventually, faith can actually go dormant uh, mm-hmm. to where I used to do this, but I, I no longer do it at all. And the whole idea of going and opening up my life and talking about my faith with people means that I'm reconnecting all the time about why did I choose to follow Christ in the first place? And what was my conversion experience like and why was it meaningful to me? And and it seems as though when people really first come to Jesus, there is this massive explosion of spiritual life and growth and development. It's just like a seed that erupts out of the ground. And then there is this steady growth and then this resting period and a steady growth and resting period. And what can happen is that we can believe that that massive explosion of growth is actually really normal. And through this idea of, or or not normal in the sense that it shouldn't have happened, but normal that it should happen all the time. And what really happens is that when I share my faith, I see that there are these periods where I'm really growing and then I'm really kind of resting. And that there are times that I feel that I'm much more closely connected to God. And there are times that it might be a little bit more difficult for me to be connected with him. But what that does is it lets me be just like everybody else. Because that's the normal Christian experience, is that there is this journey, this walk, this path. And sometimes the path is more narrow and it's, it's more difficult. And sometimes the path is wide and beautiful and easy. And this whole idea of sharing Christ means that Jesus is in every single experience that we have. And as a result of living our life and talking about our life, somebody will walk up to you and say, have you ever felt like you've prayed and it's been really hard to hear God? Mm. And the answer to that is, yes, I have. Why, Why did you keep praying? Or when you've read your Bible, did you ever find that when you read your Bible, it, it really didn't resonate with you that much. And the answer is, for most people, yes. Well, what did you do to get through that time period? Or did, did you ever journal? Yes. Did, have you stopped journaling? Yes. Why? Well, it just doesn't seem to really be the thing for me right now. What are you doing now instead? And so when we're sharing our faith and we're talking to people, there is this rhythm, this ebb and flow of faith. There's always something to do. There's always some way to connect with God. And if I only have one way and then I lose that one way, then I could be really discouraged. But in sharing my faith, I actually join in with all the saints of old and the saints today that find that faith has these very dynamic periods of time. Then they have these resting periods. And then sometimes they have these periods where it might be hard for us to connect. And that's all part of the normal experience. So talking about it um, allows for us to connect with other people as well. So... uh Peter and I, we teach a Pathways class here at, at Christ Church, and the first time we were talking about some of these different rhythms that we'll be diving into in, in weeks to come, uh, 
one of the people in the class stopped us one time and just said, so my journey is up to me Mm -hmm. and it's my responsibility. So what is the importance of being intentional in your faith? Because that's where this is kind of, this is what you're, you're talking about. What happens when you got the habit of journaling or doing this or that, Mm -hmm. why is it important to be intentional with your Mm -hmm. faith? Yeah, we, we have this terminology that we use all the time in the church and we say, you have a personal relationship with Christ. And sometimes I think people aren't really sure what that means. But we're now, you and I are now talking about the heart of what that means. Intentionality means that I have a relationship that is uniquely mine. And as a result, there are parts about that relationship that I bring and parts that God bring that really are meaningful to us. For example, I am a wilderness backpacker. I love doing that. My wife does not. It is unique to me. And when I go out and I get in nature and I have that backpack on my back and I smell the air and I'm walking on the trails or I, I just have an opportunity to camp, that's a really significant part of my life and my experience that is a part of the DNA of just what is meaningful to me. But it's not meaningful to everybody in the same way. The same thing is true with our spiritual rhythms. Um, that we will be talking in these podcasts about various ways that we can connect with Christ. And some of those will be very meaningful to certain people. And for others, they'll be like, "Eh, I'm not really sure that that's something that really hits my top 10 list. But there are other things that will hit the top 10 list, other activities, other experiences that will do that. And, And I think that sometimes we have reduced our Christian experience to Bible study and prayer. So if you've stalled or you feel like, gosh, I've tried God and it just hasn't worked, we say do more Bible study and more prayer. But the problem is that if Bible study and prayer are difficult, then you get really discouraged pretty quickly. But if you can have a whole array of spiritual experiences, like when I feel discouraged, or even recently I just went out for a walk the other day at um, our local Wildcat Glades, and just being outside and smelling the air and Um, keeping my social distance from people as we walked by, but said hello to people, I just felt a lot better. Being outside is a spiritual experience for me, Um, to smell the air and to see the water and to watch the trees bud and, and to remember that God is my creator and he has all of us in the palm of his hand. And, and I get to relive some of what I know and believe about a creator God who loves me more than I could even imagine. And just getting outside for an hour and a half for a three-mile walk puts me in touch with that. That's not Bible study. That's not prayer. But if I can't do that, then there's something inside of me that sort of withers. Well, with Pathways, this whole idea of intentionality is what, what matters to you. And, and what is meaningful to the people who are listening to this. So, Scott, let me just ask you, what is something that's meaningful to you that might not be meaningful to somebody else? Well, whenever I'm going through a tough time or I'm trying to make decisions of what I feel like that God's wanting me to do in my life, one of the things that I like to do is I need to be outside. Being raised in the South, uh, raised in a mechanic shop, I need to be working with my hands, and that way I, this is how I process things. So if God's dealing with me, I'm going to be outside. I'm probably going to be pulling weeds out of a flower bed or cutting grass. But in that whole time, I'm just praying for God's wisdom and guidance in that. And every time that I go outside and I do that, and I'm just being, again, talking about intentionality, just being intentional with that time out there, even though I'm doing a, th- a thankless 
a, a job that's this, this pretty thinkless, I'm also I'm praying during that entire time of, of wisdom for that, and God has always answers, uh, mm-hmm. whether it be just giving me peace, uh, get, helping me to be calm, or also just put Scripture in, in my mind that you get to go back and look at and just be reminded of that. And, that, and that's how I... It's really how I function uh, best. When we lived in Indiana, uh, before we came to Christ Church years ago, the winter times were difficult for me because it was so stinking cold there, and you couldn't be mm-hmm. outside a lot. And I would have to find things to do inside just to be able to to work with my hands, to be able to to uh, just to figure out ways to be able to work things out and pray at the same time. And mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what yeah. calms me down and helps me with that or getting up early in the mornings and just listening to Scripture. Mm-hmm. If I wake up and I feel uncomfortable or, or something's going on that day, I feel like it's kind of overwhelming. That's one of the things I do is, is I listen to Scripture through my earbuds, um, and it just helps calm me while I'm doing the routine of the morning, just helping mm-hmm. me stay focused on His Word yeah. uh, more than anything else. just gives me calmness there. So, Well, before we go on, Scott, you're, I was just thinking that we're talking about something that men lean into, yep. which is activity. Yep. Um, something that women will lean into is conversation of getting together, talking about their lives, talking about what's really important to them, talking about how they're seeing God work in their lives and, and what they want for him to do um, is one of those really important ways that a lot of ladies will find that um, they can get connected with God through conversations with other people or even maybe by journaling or by talking their prayers out loud where you and I want to go out and work something out, and we can pray while we work, or we can notice things. Um, and I, I will even use uh, prayer on the, on the trail, which is that conversational side. Um, but I love being outside um, for people who don't like that, and maybe even for some ladies who are like, gosh, I don't want to get out, and I don't want to work like that, and I don't want to go out on the trail like that. Um, they need to look for those uh, parts about their spiritual life or their, their relational life that they lean into anyway and invite God into those so that they have something that they could really use as well. Yeah, that's one of the things I love about my wife's faith. Um, Kim is someone that writes out a lot of her prayers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to walk in there in the morning, she's in the kitchen or or in the family room, and she's got her Bible out, but she you can just tell that she's writing out her prayers. And um, that's a big thing that just helps her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would not do well the, at that at all. Sure. But... You can just tell, though, that it's something that really connects her with God. And she's able to go back at those and look in those mm-hmm. prayer and see how God answered those. Yeah. And um, I'm able to go back in there and look and see how many times my name is in there what I've done wrong. So it works out pretty good on that. But, yeah. but that's again, it's just a different way that we sure. all connect with God. Yeah, well, we just illustrated yep. three different people with three different kind of priority points. Yep. And that's important for us to recognize. And for each person who's listening... You're asking, what are my priority connection points? And these podcasts and the class of the church are all designed to help people find what those are. Absolutely. Well, as we uh, end uh, this podcast, just introducing you to Pathways. Uh, Peter, again, what is, what is our mission statement here at mm-hmm. Christ Church? Our mission statement is to help people to find their completeness in Christ. Okay. And those four markers that we've just been talking about this today are? Know, follow, grow, and go. Okay. Well, thank you very mm-hmm. much. And next week we'll be talking about, uh, through our next podcast, we'll be talking about Bible, just the importance of that and that rhythm of that. So mm-hmm. uh, as we end here today, thank you so much for your time today as we can keep these going and just thankful uh, for you for listening. Thank you so much. 
Thanks again for checking out this podcast. We hope this teaching helped you to discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same. For more resources or to learn about Christ Church in general, visit us online at cco.church.